This is NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. NTL Now is brought to you by Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. Now let's join the hosts of NTL Now, along with Joe Carrion, here's Shane Wilbur. Welcome back, Northern Tier League sports fans, to another edition of the NTL Now podcast. Shane Wilbur back with you again and ready to go for yet another episode here of NTL Now. Joe Carrion, unfortunately unable to join me again this week. You know how it is. Business things come up and, uh, you know, you've got other responsibilities to tend to. But I promise at some point during this winter sports season, uh, Joe and I will reconvene uh, for more fun here on the NTL Now podcast. But uh, for this episode, just another solo effort here for me. But uh, I'm excited, ready to go. We've got a lot to cover here as the NTL winter sports season gets underway. We're going to talk some basketball. We're going to talk some wrestling. A whole bunch of uh, stuff on the agenda coming up here as the podcast uh, gets underway. But first, uh, before we really dive into the sports uh, announcements of things, first want to send out a big thank you as the NTL Now podcast is welcoming on yet another sponsor. Of course, Circle W Sports has been there with us uh, from the get-go, but uh, now we have added on our second sponsor here throughout the rest of 2019 and into the early part of 2020 as well. I uh, want to send out a big thanks to our good friends at Endless Mountains Brace and Mobility in Troy. That's right. Stacy, Jen, the entire gang there at Endless Mountains Brace and Mobility. They've been great supporters of the podcast since its inception and uh, you know they were happy to uh, listen to last week's podcast and uh, got some info from them and they are gladly uh, a proud supporter now of the Northern Tier League Now podcast. So yes, if uh, anyone out there uh, may need some information for uh, the Endless Mountains Brace and Mobility folks, hey, I've got that covered for you and again a big thanks to them for being a great sponsor here of the podcast. And of course, uh, we'll be adding more as the podcast grows. But for now, yes, thank you again to Endless Mountains Brace and Mobility in Troy. All right, let's get cranked up here. We've got a lot to cover for the winter sports season. Now, coming up here in just a while, we are really going to ramp up the wrestling talk. Uh, Coming up this week in the podcast, we've got some Canton wrestling to dive into as the Warriors last week with a second place showing down at the DKI tournament uh, in Bloomsburg, of course the Darren Klingerman tournament, uh, one of the early season uh, matchups tournaments that's been going on for as long as I can remember and uh, Canton with a great showing team wise uh, down at the DKI tournament they of course uh, placed second behind Lackawanna Trail and uh, last week I kind of put out on Twitter on the NTL Now uh, Twitter page you know what would you like to see uh, as one of the topics discussed this week and uh, overwhelmingly, it came back uh, Canton Wrestling. I don't think it was just because of uh, you know all the Warrior fans out there. I think a lot of it was because you know what a lot of folks are interested to see uh, you know how Timmy Ward's doing here in the early stages, and they'd really like to hear from him coming up. So uh, actually, yes, we are going to have uh, an interview with Timmy Ward, who won the 170 pound title. Actually, we're going to talk with the 182 pound champion as well, Garrett Storch from Canton. Garrett with a great showing down at the Darren Klingerman tournament too, and of course. Uh, 
we'll also talk with head coach Lyle Wesneski as well. That's all coming up a little bit later on in the podcast. But as I said, you know, this podcast is going to be varied up here in the winter sports season. So, of course, uh, you know, that means we've got to talk some Northern Tier League basketball as well. Some of the opening season tournaments uh, were getting going last week uh, for NTL basketball as well. And uh, none bigger uh, out at the Galeton tournament last week. Congratulations going out to the Canton Warrior boys as the boys go out there last week and they take care of business uh, at the Galeton tournament. The Canton Warriors come away with the uh, title in that action uh, last week uh, out in Galeton as they defeated uh, the hometown team Galeton 73-21 on Friday night and then turned around and won the championship by defeating Williamson on Saturday by a score of 62-37. So the Warriors with a nice win there to improve to 2-0 on the season. The Warriors now get ready for league play this week as they will take on North Penn Mansfield coming up uh, in the middle of the week and then of course playing Wyalusing uh, later on on Friday this week. Wyalusing uh, also 2-0 on the season after they were able to defeat Susquehanna Community last week out in Blue Ridge on Friday night for their opening tournament and then turned around and beat hometown Blue Ridge on Saturday 49-36 and uh, so the Rams off to a very good start as well. And well speaking of the North Penn Mansfield Tigers well their season not getting off quite to the start they had planned. Of course uh, last week talking with head coach Kipper Burley uh, he knew this team uh, was going to take a little bit of time to grow and uh, last week at the Loyal Sock tip-off tournament uh, you know they kind of got initiated quickly as the host uh, school Loyal Sock uh, putting it on the Tigers by a score of 98 to 62 but uh, no shame there that Loyal Sock squad there's going to be a lot of uh, buzz around that Lancer team as the season goes but for North Penn Mansfield they actually got thrown right into the fire early in the consolation game on Saturday as they would take on their rival Wellsboro. Wellsboro coming away with a 58-54 win over the Tigers on Saturday so North Penn Mansfield dropping to 0-2 on the season. Wellsboro uh, improving to 1-1 with that rivalry win but still uh, if you look at this uh, Tiger team you know kind of uh, a a good growing tournament I guess you should say uh, for the Tigers. Coach Burley knows you know this squad they're going to get better as the season goes but uh, it's going to take some time to really uh, define some roles and see how things go but uh, for North Penn Mansfield there'll definitely be uh, better days ahead for them coming up as the season goes. So yes boys basketball action is uh, underway and uh, speaking of that Canton Wyalusing matchup a little bit ago as I said that's actually going to come up for you Friday night on Wiggle 100. That's going to be my first uh, basketball broadcast coming up as the regular season gets going here so looking forward to being in the Canton gym coming up on Friday night uh, when the Warriors host Wyalusing so definitely looking forward to that uh, as we get winter sports underway. All right, I guess that means uh, it's time to transition a little bit to the girls' side, huh? As some girls' basketball action uh, got underway last week as well, and uh, looking forward to uh, getting on board with the girls' schedule as the season goes. We're going to try and definitely get some previews of that coming up here as the season goes on. But uh, looking at the uh, girls' side of things, uh, the Wellsboro Lady Hornets uh, not starting out the season they want to uh, after falling to Muncie last Friday in the Muncie tournament. Uh, 
by a score of 41 to 30. Wellsboro again uh, would taste defeat on uh, Saturday night as they would be downed by Benton as well, 48 to 43. So the Lady Hornets uh, not quite uh, getting the win column yet, but you know what? Uh, still better days ahead for them as well. Uh, the Sare girls too uh, also dropping to 0 2 on the season after uh, tasting defeat to Western Wayne and uh, also uh, I believe Blue Ridge. So that was uh, the Sare defeats uh, in the early part of the year for the Wyalusing Lady Rams. Uh, they were defeated by Central Columbia uh, on Friday night and uh, in other action uh, defeated by Sealands Grove on Saturday last weekend and uh, looking at some other action in the Northern Tier League. Hey, the Tawanda Lady Black Knights 1-1 one one on the season. They lost Friday night to Western Wayne in their own tip-off tournament 56-43 but the Black Knights uh, respond on Saturday and they down Blue Ridge by a score of 64-25 so the Lady Black Knights uh, they're definitely uh, on their way as well uh, after uh, improving to 1-1 one one on the season. Uh, North Penn Liberty 0-2 uh, on the season as well. Uh, they were defeated by Northeast Bradford in uh, their Saturday action and then uh, on Friday North Penn Liberty was defeated by Canton 33-24 Hey Lady Warriors uh, out of the gates running. They're 1-1 one one on the season uh, As I said they just defeated North Penn Liberty on Friday 33-24 uh, and unfortunately faced a very stout Sullivan County team uh, on Saturday. That Sullivan County team is going to be something to talk about as well as the season goes on as Sullivan County now is uh, 2-0 on the season as well so yes uh, plenty of great girls action as well coming up here uh, throughout the regular season uh, trying to line up some coach interviews player interviews uh, on that side of the ball as well as this season goes on too and I'll tell you uh, some other interviews as well uh, we're going to try and line up too because uh, I'm hearing a lot of buzz uh, over in the North Penn Liberty side for the winter sports season so I'm really curious to see uh, how things are going to go for the Mounties this year uh, you know when it comes to talking about small school boys basketball you know talking to some of the area coaches they kind of feel like North Penn Liberty is the favorite on the boys side uh, for that action so we're going to try and line up some interviews uh, with the Mountie boys and also uh, on the wrestling side of things man they're a program that's really got some things going I think for them this year uh, they had a pretty solid showing themselves uh, down at the DKI tournament wrestling-wise, so we're going to line things up for that as well. So, I mean, we've got a whole broad range of things to come here as the Northern Tier League Now podcast continues to dive into uh, this winter sports season. But uh, as we uh, roll in uh, to this podcast a little bit more, coming up here in just a little bit, yep, we're going to talk uh, a lot of the opening tournament wrestling action for the uh, start of the season Hey, we're going to talk the uh, Jarvis tournament up at Athens. Going to talk the Gary Woodruff duels at Wyalusing. And, of course, uh, the Darren Klingerman Invitational as well, where uh, a lot of our area teams were uh, for this weekend's wrestling action, too. So I encourage you to hang right here on the Northern Tier League Now podcast. we got a lot coming up, and we'll get into that coming up after this quick timeout. But first, got to thank our friends at Circle W Sports. Growing up in a small town. It's important to get your name out there if you want to play at the next level. Circle W Sports helped me get the exposure I needed. It's really been a one-stop shop for college coaches where they can go in there and they can find information about not only one player, but the rest of our team, guys that they might have thought they were interested in before they went to the website. So Circle W has really done that. It links highlight films, contact information, and everything that the coach would need. Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. 
Remember to keep up to date with all happenings of the Northern Tier League on Facebook by searching Northern Tier League. Of course, you can follow them on Twitter as well at NTL Athletics. And also remember, you can follow all of these scores and updates online at ntlsports.com as well for everything Northern Tier League. All right, folks, welcome back. It's the Northern Tier League Now podcast right here for you. Shane Wilbur back with you again. And uh, folks, it was a busy week of NTL High School Wrestling. We had a lot of teams uh, kind of scattered about uh, getting their wrestling seasons underway. And uh, I guess we can start uh, over in Wyalusing. A very great weekend uh, for the Wyalusing Rams this weekend as Wyalusing was at home uh, for the Gary Woodruff duels this weekend. Uh, the Sarah Redskin lineup uh, coming away with five big wins over the weekend duels-wise. Uh, they would actually defeat Sarah, Greater Nanacoke, Scranton Prep, Elk Lake and Wallen Paw Pack. Now for the Rams, uh, a lot of big wins in that uh, duels tournament as well. But uh, it was the final round against Wallen Paw Pack where the Rams uh, came away with a 48 to 30 win. Uh, all of the other duels uh, pretty much in hand, but Wallen Paw Pack really taking uh, the Rams uh, at least uh, keeping it close. Uh, and competitive, uh, looking at some wins uh, for the Rams. Uh, you had wins from uh, Nicholas Woodruff, uh, Colburn Nolan, Skyler Manahan, Logan Newton, Brian Arnold, Alex Hunsinger, Zach Schaefer, and, of course, uh, Jackson Chilson. Now, of course, uh, Logan Newton and Jackson Chilson, uh, two of the uh, mainstays, the upperclassmen leaders for this Wyalusing Rams team. Something, though, that kind of stood out to me for Wyalusing, and uh, we're going to try and line up an interview with their coach, Mike Earl, as well, uh, coming up here, if not this week, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, in the coming weeks anyway. Uh, looking at, uh, you know, their their lighter weights and noticeably absent uh, over the weekend was a uh, regional qualifier from a year ago, Jacob Bruin. Now, I don't know if Jacob's injured, and hopefully that's not the case, but uh, when you have a kid uh, who really came out of the gates last year and uh, was so successful uh, not in your lineup, uh, that's something that uh, kind of stands out. Now, they do have him listed uh, on the roster, so hopefully, you know, this is something where, you know, it was just, uh, you know, maybe he needed some time to, you know, get into shape or something like that, and he'll be back in this lineup because he can definitely be uh, a game-changer for this Wyalusing Rams team. So uh, hopefully uh, Jacob's able to get back in with this squad and uh, get back into uh, the mat room with Wyalusing. But, uh, you know, still a great showing uh, for the Rams, you know, going 5-0 and and uh, really uh, planning themselves on a good start uh, to the dual seasons. And then you add in a dual win over Northeast Bradford 60-12 to earlier this week, and the Wyalusing Rams are now 6-0 and in duels action to start the regular season. Now, of course, their NTL action will continue uh, just after the New Year's holiday on Saturday, January 4th, when the Rams uh, head to Canton to visit the Warriors. But uh, looking at their schedule, man, they've got some uh, interesting matchups coming up throughout their regular season. They've got the Line Mountain Duels on the horizon and uh, also uh, the Ultimate Warrior Tournament as well coming up later this season too. So you mix in all that with uh, all of the duels and such that they have coming up. It's going to be kind of a grueling grind uh, for this Rams team. So uh, Coach Earl knows his team is definitely going to be battle-tested uh, once we head in 
into uh, the latter part of the season. And now let's talk about the Athens Wildcats. Of course, their wrestling team uh, having their host tournament uh, over the weekend. Of course, uh, for those of you unfamiliar, the Athens Wildcats, of course, uh, they always start their season uh, with the Jarvis Memorial Tournament. Uh, this, of course, at Athens High School. And for the Wildcats, uh, they placed uh, fifth as the uh, scoring came out uh, for the end. They actually uh, placed behind Wes Scranton, who uh, was the winners of the tournament, uh, scoring just under 140 points. Uh, Wilson area right behind them. Uh, Falconer, a school from New York, was third. And Wilkes-Barre area was fourth. Then Athens, of course, uh, placing fifth in the tournament. Uh, looking at uh, some of the results out of that one uh, for the Athens Wildcats. And, well, getting into uh, the consolations and uh, finishing action uh, looks like a good tournament uh, for Gavin Bradley and Kyle Setzer for the Athens Wildcats. Now, Bradley was the lone Wildcat champion as he won the 113-pound finals. Uh, he would defeat uh, Austin Fashauer from West Scranton. And then, of course, uh, Kyle Setzer, unfortunately, uh, was defeated by Yesire Brooks from Belmont Charter. But, you know, for uh, Setzer and Bradley to both reach the finals, that's uh, a big deal for Athens to get the season going. Uh, you got some third-place finishes as well for the Wildcats. Uh, Caden Setzer at 120 pounds uh, finishes third Carter Rude at 138 pounds Alex West at 170 and Keegan Braun wow what a great showing for Keegan uh, Braun of course uh, was injured in football season so for Keegan to come back and uh, pick up the fall in the uh, third place uh, match uh, over Shannon Core of West Scranton that's a great bounce back uh, for Keegan Braun uh, for the Athens Wildcats and I'm telling you right now if Keegan can get going here in this uh, senior season for him. I'm telling you, he can be one of the more talented heavyweights uh, of the 285 class. But uh, I think mainly for him, it's just going to be, you know what, uh, getting out there, competing, and uh, really just, uh, you know, showing these kids that, you know what, he means business here in his senior season. Because, uh, you know, the 285 uh, weight class, uh, not only for the NTL, but I think, you know, as we get into the postseason, uh, there's really some openings there. And really at the 285, that's really one of those weights where, you know, one move could really uh, change the complexion uh, of your entire season. So, I mean... <laughs> Uh, for Keegan just you know keep doing what you're doing but man a great start for him as the season goes uh, also uh, let's see a fourth place finish for Athens as well as uh, Zach Stafersky uh, comes away with a fourth place uh, for uh, the Wildcats he was defeated by Randy Bonnets of West Scranton as well uh, in the third place match uh, let's see a sixth place finish for the Wildcats by Aiden Garcia at 113 pounds there at the Jarvis tournament and Daryl Smith uh, comes away with an eighth place finish there uh, for Athens as well other competitors for the Wildcats uh, Brandon Jennings and Gavin McGrath as well uh, with strong showings for Athens at the Jarvis tournament. But uh, still, you know, this Wildcat team, uh, they're going to be uh, in the fight, in the grind coming up here as the season goes on. I think a big thing for uh, Coach White and Coach Bradley, what's really going to help Athens is they've got so much depth. You know, talking uh, last week with Pat McDonald, you know, he was saying they've got anywhere between 23, 25 kids in the mat room. That's a big deal when it comes to high school wrestling. So for those uh, kids to have have uh, all that uh, depth in that uh, room that's definitely going to help you know as uh, we'll talk with coach Wesneski from Canton coming up in a little bit uh, he'll tell you and share his thoughts on what it means to have a full lineup so that's something uh, that we'll talk with him coming up here in just a while 
Also, of course, uh, for the Wildcats, they've got some wrestling action coming up Thursday night this week. That's right. I'm going to have them in wrestling action on Wiggle 100. Uh, they'll be in their home gym taking on the Troy Trojans. It's our first NTL dual match on Wiggle 100. I'll have the call of that one for you Thursday night uh, live from Athens. So get ready for that coming up on Wiggle 100. Now, of course, speaking of the Troy Trojans, hey, they were just one of many area teams uh, down in uh Bloomsburg over the weekend because uh, Troy uh, was at the Darren Klingerman Invitational. Now you had Troy, you had Canton, and uh, also North Penn Liberty. Now, of course, I know it's not NTL, but uh, when you come and talk about wrestling, uh, it's more North section, I feel like, than Northern Tier League. So, yes, uh, as this season goes on, you will hear me uh, blend in Sullivan County as well uh, when it comes to wrestling talk because, uh, you know, that's uh, kind of our coverage as well uh, when I get into the postseason and stuff with Wiggle, so you, you'll definitely hear me uh, talk a little bit about Sullivan County as well, and of course uh, Nate Higley over there in Griffin Country, uh, one of the more talented wrestlers we have around the area. But uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that sparingly. But you know, that will come up as uh, you know they are kind of part of our area, part of our section uh, when it comes to postseason wrestling. But uh, for right now, uh, as I said, we will uh, talk about the Troy Trojans and uh, great showing uh, for the Trojans over the weekend as they actually put three wrestlers into the championship finals uh, over the weekend. Uh, Sheldon Seymour, of course, your returning state champion from 106 pounds this year, starting up at uh, 120 pounds. As Sheldon comes away uh, with a pin over uh, Mark Palmer of Brockway uh, to earn his 120-pound uh, championship win there. I believe for Seymour, that is his uh, fourth DKI championship win. So uh, all four years uh, for Seymour at the varsity level, he comes away uh, with a championship win uh, in his uh, respective weight classes there at the DKI tournament. Now also, uh, you know, for the Seymour family, uh, not to be outdone, uh, Younger brother Seth Seymour actually made his way into the championship finals as well at 106 pounds. Uh, unfortunately for Seth, though, he came out on the bad end of a major decision by Caden Milheim of Warrior Run. Seth Seymour rather defeated 13 to three in uh, his championship final as well. And uh, boy, kind of a surprise, I think. For the Trojans, uh, you know, not because of grit and effort, but uh, more because, you know, uh, Jacob Turner has just been one of those, you know, kids who, you know, he's fought, he's scratched, he's clawed. And uh, if this is kind of the tone that he's going to set uh, for his senior year, boy, I can only imagine uh, where uh, his season's going to go. But for Jacob Turner to make the championship finals here at DKI at 160 pounds, that is awesome for him. Now, Turner uh, placing second as he was defeated by Noah Bash of Brockway by major decision and a score of eight to nothing. So uh, for Troy, though, to get three into the championship finals, uh, that's a big deal there uh, for the Trojans. And of course, uh, those were their uh, lone three uh, place winners. Uh, down at the tournament as well. Now, other wrestlers they had uh, into action as well uh, included Trayton Bradley, Eli Randall, Peyton Bellows, uh, Jaden Renzo at 145 pounds. That's going to be a kid who's going to have uh, you know an interesting season ahead. I think he's got uh, a lot of talent, a lot of potential. I'm curious to see how his sophomore season goes. Trevor Williams up to 170 pounds uh, for the Trojans. Now, last year at uh, 132, 138, I mean, he was uh, you know kind 
kind of one of those uh, firecrackers, one of those spitfire kids you saw with all the talent in the world. It was just a matter of, you know, uh, how would he kind of harness his abilities and, uh, you know, not get himself caught in uh, bad spots. And uh, if this is going to be, you know, kind of uh, the start for his season, you know, he's going to have to adjust being a little heavier this year. But I'm telling you, uh, for Trevor Williams, we're going to hear a lot of good things about him coming up here as the season goes. And of course, he had uh, Mason Woodward, uh, Josh Isbell as well uh, for the Trojans. So, of course, looking forward to seeing this team coming up here as the season goes uh, for Troy. And of course, uh, well, like I said, we'll see them coming up on Thursday night uh, when they are at Athens uh, for their first regular season duel coming up here uh, on the season. Now let's talk the North Penn Liberty Mounties. That's right. North Penn Liberty, also another one of our area teams uh, down at the Darren Klingerman Invitational over the weekend. And for the Mounties, uh, they come away uh, with a few place winners uh, in action. Uh, at 106 pounds, uh, you had Roger Learn coming away as a fourth place finisher. Learn uh, was defeated 5-4 by eventual uh, team champion uh, Lackawanna Trails, Max Bloom. So Bloom coming away with a third place finish there for Lackawanna Trail. Uh, Coy Wagner uh, was defeated 5-1 for fifth and sixth place. As Wagner comes away with a sixth place finish, he was defeated by Canton's Bailey Ferguson by a score of 5-1. Now in the seventh place matches, you had Cohen Lehman for uh, North Penn Liberty coming away with a 3-1 win as he defeats Spencer Marquardt from South Williamsport and uh, Patriot June uh, coming away with an 8th place finish for Sullivan County as uh, he was defeated by Kai Felix from Montgomery in the 7th place match by a score of 6-4 to four. but overall you know still a uh, good showing there for North Penn Liberty you know this is a team that uh, definitely maximizes their talent maximizes their kids and uh, I know uh, Coach Pigano and the gang they are going to find a way uh, to definitely get the most uh, out of this team but I think what's uh, big you know and kind of looking through uh, some of the action here for North Penn Liberty is they've got a a lot of kids filling weights this year and sometimes that's the struggle at small schools is just trying to uh, fill weights and for North Penn Liberty uh, it looks like they've got uh, a pretty well-rounded group here now of course you know they are going to have their forfeits uh, at some weights but you know for the most part uh, it looks like the numbers are pretty good for this North Penn Liberty squad this year and uh, I know the uh, Canton Warriors they're battling uh, with the uh, North Penn Liberty team as we are talking about it now I think they've got a matchup coming up with Troy as well uh, here in uh, about a week's time as well. So North Penn Liberty definitely going to get tested here in the early going, but uh, I know uh, the, uh, the the tradition of this team as of late is, you know, they're coming to battle, they're coming to scrap, and uh, definitely making for uh, some good matchups here as the season goes on. All right, now we get to the runners-up of the Darren Klingerman Invitational. That, of course, the Canton Warriors. Canton in the team score came away second place just behind Lackawanna Trail. Lackawanna Trail, the champs, had a final team score of 186.5. The Canton Warriors uh, came away with an even 174. So for the Warriors, great showing uh, for Canton here at the uh, Darren Klingerman Invitational. I mean, they came away with 10 medalists overall, uh, including uh, their champions uh, from the tournament, uh, Garrett Storch and Timmy Ward. Man, what a bounce back for Timmy Ward as Timmy wins the 170-pound final uh, by a score of 5 to nothing over Derek Sunafrank of Bradford 
Storch, the 182-pound champion, uh, was an 8-3 decision winner over Nate Wickersham of Tamaqua. And, of course, uh, a big shout to uh, Trevor Williams of Canton as well as he made the championship finals at 220 pounds. Williams, though, unfortunately defeated by Tech Fall uh, by Eric Johnson of Brockway. But uh, still, the Warriors get uh, three champions into the championship finals here uh, at the DKI tournament. Now, uh, before we get into more talk here about the DKI tournament, I actually had the opportunity to sit down with the championship finalists, uh, Timmy Ward and Garrett Storch, and uh, get their thoughts on uh, winning DKI and also, uh, you know, what to expect uh, out of these two guys in the Warrior team coming up here as the season goes on. So let's talk with Timmy and Garrett right here on the NTL Now podcast. Timmy, it's been uh, almost 18 months since you've competed for the Canton Warriors, and last weekend you had the opportunity to do so at the DKI tournament. You claimed the 170-pound title. How does it feel to be back in competition again and being part of the guys in the mat room again? Uh, really good. Um, obviously, no one really loves wrestling and the work that it, the work that you have to put in to be successful, but. It's just awesome to be able to get back out there and be with all my buddies and be able to go through this grind together with them. 182-pound title goes to you, Garrett. Of course, uh, you know, last year, a top-five finish, but to be able to come out as the champion this year, I mean, how's that for a great start to uh, your senior season? It really boosts my confidence a lot. makes me more confident in myself and my skills and just put in the hard work. Timmy, as you get ready for even more competition this year, I mean, you had probably three, four matches last weekend. How long do you think it's going to take you to get back into wrestling shape? Do you feel good here at the early start of the year? I feel pretty good as far as getting in shape. Um, I would say probably another month, and I'll be tip-top, ready to go, be able to go six-plus minutes, whatever I need to do to win. Garrett, as you look at this season, last year, of course, you were bouncing around, you know, a couple of weights here and there, trying to get, you know, the best matchups possible. This year, though, you know, back up at 82, do you feel a little more comfortable knowing that you're going to be able to wrestle a little heavier, maybe not have to worry about cutting weight at all this year? Yeah, I, I definitely do feel a little more satisfied with my weight this year and not running away from anybody this year. The past years, that's been fluctuation in weight and trying to get the best matchup, like you said, but this year I'm just going for it all. Timmy, as you look at, you know, the future part of this season and, you know, just you coming back into this fold, what are some goals you've set for yourself as you get ready for, uh, you know, the rest of this season? State medal. That's all I want. Uh, Obviously, sectional champ, district champ, regional champ, but my goal this year is is a state medal. Garrett, as you get ready for you know the progress of your season as well, uh, what are some goals you're setting for yourself as this senior year goes? Well, it's my senior year, so it's my last ride at all this, so I'd really like to finish within the top five at State, definitely pick up a section title and a district title, and hopefully be in the top three at regionals. As you look at this team overall, I mean, there's going to be individual goals towards the end of the year, but as the team looks this year, Timmy, uh, this Warrior squad really has a chance to be something special. You, of course, will be one of the key, uh, you know, upperclassmen leaders of this, but how do you really, you know, mesh this group in with the, with the youngsters to really round out this Warrior team? It just starts with work ethic in the mat room, just setting good example, going out there, going down the mat room and just working hard and 
as those young guys see it, they'll follow in your footsteps. So it's just a matter of getting in the practice room and working hard and just helping them any way you can. Garrett, you're obviously going to be leaned on as well as one of these upperclassmen leaders for this squad. What's kind of an impact you feel like you can have with these youngsters as well? You know, just have fun with it, everybody. Don't make it a job. Go out and wrestle your hardest. Give it your all because someday you will not be able to do that. So, Timmy, as you look at, you know, this season, the fans, everybody's coming out, showing their support and everything. And what does this mean to you to be able to, you know, be back with the guys and just kind of look in the stands and see all that support and everybody who's been with you through this ride? It means the world. I mean, it's fun. You know, everyone... <clears throat> there's kids who can't be doing this stuff just because of medical or whatever the reason may be. And so it's, I appreciate the opportunity, and it's fun just to go out there and compete. Garrett, as you get ready now for you know more duels ahead, more individual tournaments ahead, I mean, what does this senior year mean for you and you know the ability to go out and just you know have that one last ride? It honestly means the world to me. Uh, going up through, you know, you're like, oh, geez, we got wrestling practice tonight, and I can feel it now that next year at this time I'll be like, well, I don't really have wrestling practice tonight. I'm not going to be doing anything, really. All right, so I'll give you guys one final question, and I want you both to answer it. Uh, The Warrior Wrestling team will have as successful of a season as it can if? If we all keep the same work ethic we've had for the last couple weeks and just go out on the mat and just to have fun and let it fly. If we bond together as a team and we grind as a team in the matter. Endless Mountain Brace Mobility in Troy is a proud supporter of our area athletes in the Northern Tier League. Parents, don't just trust anyone if the athlete in your family is injured. Let the experts at Endless Mountain's Brace and Mobility be there to help make the recovery process as easy as possible. Call them today for more information on how they can help at 570 297 2993. That's 570 297 2993. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5, and closed Saturday and Sunday. That's Endless Mountain Brace and Mobility in Troy. That's right. Stop in and see the good folks there at Endless Mountains Brace and Mobility. And of course, a big thanks to them again for coming on as a great sponsor here of the NTL Now podcast, uh, not only for the rest of 2019, but uh, they're hopping on board for the beginning of 2020 as well. So yes, go see them uh, for all of your brace mobility needs. You know, if somebody uh, in your family, not just the athlete gets injured, or uh, maybe you need some other things as well to help make life uh, a little easier. Yes, definitely give them a call 570-297-2993. And of course, uh, again, a big thank you to Timmy Ward and Garrett Storch for taking some time to, uh, you know, sit down and uh, talk here on the NTL Now podcast. I had the chance to sit down with those guys earlier this week and uh, definitely uh, glad to have them here on the podcast as, uh, you know, the season's off to a good start for those guys, you know, winning DKI titles. So definitely uh, looking forward to good things uh, out of them. Of course, uh, you know, Garrett, his senior year, Timmy, of course, will have another year of eligibility as well. But you can definitely hear it in their voices. You know, those guys, they're ready to lead. They're ready to make uh, a great season here for Canton Warrior Wrestling. But of course, you know, as we uh, continue on here talking about the Warriors and their DKI performance, well, you know, we said they had 10 medalists uh, come out of this uh, tournament. And well, you know, here's an interesting uh, aspect of this tournament. And uh, one of the uh, great impressions that uh, I found uh, out of this tournament 
was uh, the freshman Hayden Ward at 132 pounds. Now, of course, uh, for Hayden, he was in uh, a a bit of a pickle. Uh, I think third is you know right about where he should have been. But, you know, unfortunately, uh, when you're a freshman in uh, a very uh, top heavy weight class, and I think the 132 pound weight class uh, had probably uh, the two best overall wrestlers in the tournament, uh, you know, as far as two guys uh, being in a weight class together. Now, of course, Sheldon Seymour, pound for pound, was probably, you know, the best talented wrestler there at the tournament. But, uh, you know, as far as a weight class with two guys who you just knew kind of were on a collision course, uh, to get to the finals, I mean, you had uh, Anthony Glazel of Brockway uh, there in the 132-pound bracket, and of course Noah Hunt of Warrior Run, who did end up, of course, uh, being in that championship final. But uh, for Hayden Ward uh, to battle in that bracket, come away with a third-place finish, and uh, you know, come away uh, with a third place uh, by fall uh, over Michael Bloom of Lackawanna Trail in just under two minutes. That's a great start uh, for the Warrior freshman there uh, to get that third-place finish. Now, also finishing third for the Warriors, uh, which was interesting because it was actually a battle of teammates uh, at the tournament. Derek Atherton-Ely of Canton actually defeated his own teammate, Chance Deljonovan, uh, 2-1 to one for the third-place finish uh, there. Deljonovan coming away with a fourth-place finish. Also uh, at uh, the third and fourth-place matchups, he had fourth-place finishes uh, out of Isaac Landis and uh, Connor Davis. Davis defeated by fall. Landis uh, was defeated 6 nothing. Uh, in his third place match. Uh, on the fifth place side, hey, a good start again for uh, freshman Bailey Ferguson. Ferguson comes away, uh, you know, as I said earlier, with the 5-1 win over Coy Wagner. So Ferguson at 120 pounds. He comes away with the fifth place finish for Canton. Uh, also freshman Brennan Taylor at uh, 160 pounds. Taylor actually found himself into the championship semifinals. Uh, unfortunately uh, had a couple of uh, losses after, but uh, hey, a great showing for Taylor there at the tournament as well. He was defeated for 5th and 6th by Noah Burkowski of Mount Carmel. Uh, he was defeated in that matchup by a score of 6 to nothing. Now, uh, some other uh, finishers though, as we said, uh, some other competitors, I should say, uh, for Canton uh, in action. You had uh, Zeke Gilland in there. Also, uh, uh, Connor Davis, as I said earlier, uh, Trevor Williams was in there at 220 pounds. Austin Allen also at uh, 120 pounds for Canton was there. Maya Lehman, uh, Jaden Hulslander as well. So, I mean, this Warrior team, uh, something that is uh, going to be uh, reckoned with as this season goes on. I actually think they're going to be one of the tougher outs, not only uh, in the league, but also once district duel comes, uh, this freshman class could really uh, help balance out this team. I think the key, though, for Canton is going to be how quickly uh, do the freshmen grow up and blend and mesh uh, with the upperclassmen because I think the strength of Canton right now is the upper weights. I mean, Timmy Ward up at 170, Storch at 82, you got Ather Tennelli at 95, Williams Davis at 220. I think you can change out that uh, heavyweight as well uh, between 220 and 285. So really, I think the strength is kind of there uh, in the upper weights, but it's really how do the younger kids uh, bring about the lighter weights and uh, everything like that. But uh, hey, you know, you don't have to take my opinion for it uh, when it comes on Canton Warrior Wrestling because I was actually able to sit down as well with head coach Lyle Westneski to talk more about the Canton Warrior Wrestling Squad too. So let's hear from Coach Westneski right here on the NTL Now podcast. 
Lyle, a great showing by the Warrior Grapplers over the weekend at the DKI tournament. You come away with two champs, two third placers, and of course six other medalists as well. What did you think of your squad uh, for the first weekend? During the week we sat down and we set goals and we wanted we wanted three champs or more. We wanted to finish in the top four. Uh, we wanted uh, seven or more medalists and most importantly I wanted them to go down and compete and um, give me the maximum effort and we got back we analyzed where we were at and we were happy with the way they competed we took a lot of young kids down that was their first varsity competition and uh, you know they do a lot of wrestling in the in the off season so they weren't afraid of anything and they got right in there and were scrapping with older kids and they lost some close bouts here and there but uh, they also won a lot of close bouts just from experience and, and just grit and um, getting after it, and that's what I like to see. Obviously, a lot of people are going to talk about you know some of the freshmen that are going to help round out this Warrior lineup this year. Does it seem like they might be a little more mature than freshmen just because of all the mat time they put in in the offseason? Yeah, they, I mean, they, they pay their dues. They, they're here all summer, and Ray wrestle a couple days a week with us, and they go to camps, and you know, they wrestle some, most of them wrestle freestyle and, and things like that. But the big thing, you know, they made a commitment last March when their season ended um, to the weight room. And the core of them have been faithful in the weight room from two days a week. And they continue to do so. They get up at 6.30 in the morning twice a week and, and lift. And it's paying off right now. And it's going to pay off in the next, you know, three years too. As you look at this lineup, just numbers-wise, I mean, how good does it feel just to be able to look at your lineup and be able to pencil in a competitor at least at uh, the majority of the weights this season? It's, it's a good feeling. It's been four or five years for me uh, that we've been recruiting kids off the streets and trying to fill weights. and it, It's hard and it gets frustrating. It, it is, but I understand You know, when you graduate 55 kids, that comes with the territory. You know, you just got to stay confident you got to stay follow the the process you know you're going to be go through some ups and downs and uh you know once we get through christmas we got a couple guys that are on their way down to certain weights we should fill every single weight from christmas day on obviously a, a lot of the grind of your schedule will take place after christmas but how do you feel about your team you know going into you know the dual season with the league and everything else and how you feel like they're going to match up with teams coming up I think we match up well with just about everybody. I mean, there's a lot of parity in our league. There's four or five teams on any given night could beat each other. So I keep preaching to the kids: you got to be ready to go. You got to be ready every day. Um, you know, you, you never know when injuries or sickness are going to hit. You, the next man up's got to be ready to step in and, and go. So, you know, we uh, we're competing hard, and you know, we're, we're excited to see what happens when we get. Through here, we're going. We got some tough tournaments that we're we're getting involved right now, which will hopefully get us battle tested for when we wrestle, uh, you know, Y Lucing and Athens and Twanda and Troy and you know all those other tough NTL schools here after after Christmas. Everybody this season's obviously excited to have Timmy Ward back in the lineup. I'm sure nobody's more excited than you to just have the leadership back into the mat room as well. Uh, what does his ability to be back have an impact uh, just as far as leadership-wise go? Not so much talent, but just you know his presence being back around the team. Well, you know, in wrestling, the young kids watch how he drills and how he um, just continually pushes himself in practice to be better and improve. 
and you know it's a you, you learn by watching guys and then he goes out and is, is successful so you know some of the young kids that really don't know how to work super hard yet are learning they're getting there but they watch him and Garrett drill on a daily basis and they're like okay that's what I got to get to if I want to be really good I want to get to the next level and I want to meet my goals I want to get to Hershey in March we got to pick it up and you know he doesn't have to say anything all they got to do is watch him so as you look at this team overall I mean I'm sure you've got some goals you know set in the back of your mind you know things that you'll share with the team as they go Uh, a question you know that uh, I proposed to Garrett and Timmy a little bit ago was this warrior team can reach its full potential if so I'm curious what do you feel like will allow this warrior team to reach its full potential how do you see them getting there I think we can reach our full potential if if everybody does their part you know the old saying do your job um, but most importantly it's a I tell them all the time it's a it's a marathon it's not a sprint we got to continue to get better every day get one percent better every day you leave the mat room and if we can do that when we hit February when it's really go time and it gets those are the important big time matches where whether you go home or you go on that we're ready and we're where we want to be as a team and most importantly even as an individual to reach their individual goals which they set Um, this year I made them write down all their goals I typed them up they drew me pictures so we did a lot of stuff with goal setting and I think it really keeps them motivated because there's times where they can lose focus at times and uh, if they keep our eyes on the prize, I think we can get where we want to be. You can follow the NTL Now podcast on social media. Follow NTL Now on Facebook by searching NTL Now Podcast and on Twitter by following at NTL Now. That's right, Northern Tier League sports fans. Remember, follow the podcast on any of those social media platforms. Definitely looking forward to uh, having more followers on Twitter as well as more likes on uh, Instagram and Facebook as well. So always there to get uh, social media feedback and uh, love the feedback that we've gotten thus far and definitely keep that coming in as uh, the season goes on. All right, uh, again, uh, quickly want to, uh, again, pass out information to all the area businesses out there. Hey, if you're looking forward uh, to a good 2020 year and you're looking for a new platform to sponsor and advertise on, hey, drop us a line on our Facebook page, NTL Now Podcast. We'll gladly uh, work out some details so that you can get your name heard right here on the podcast and show your support uh, for the Northern Tier League's uh, newest sports platform. So, yes, definitely uh, give us a holler about that. Also, again, uh, quickly just want to remind you, uh, radio-wise this week coming up on Wiggle 100, I've got radio broadcasts, uh, Troy at Athens Wrestling coming up on Thursday night, Wyloosing and Canton Boys Basketball coming up Friday night. So, yes, the winter sports season is definitely in full swing. All right, uh, again, want to thank Timmy Ward and Garrett Storch as well as head coach Lyle Wesneski of Canton Warrior Wrestling for being a part of this week's podcast, and uh, big thanks to them for taking some time with us here this week. Of course, uh, again, want to thank all the listeners out there for tuning in to yet another edition uh, of the Northern Tier League Now podcast. I'm Shane Wilbur. I'll talk to you next week. It's the Northern Tier League Now podcast, now an exclusive production of Endless Mountains Brace and Mobility in Troy, and of course, as always, our good friends at Circle W Sports. Thanks for listening to NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast.
Keep following the Northern Tier League on Facebook and Twitter for more updates on the Northern Tier League. Audio from the NTL Now podcast may not be used without prior consent. Join us next week for more NTL Now, brought to you by Circle W Sports.